Welcome to episode 463 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm continuing my series on ghost towns. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or are from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others. And also um, rate and review the podcast on your platform of choice there. Um, also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. If you like extra content, you can find that by joining any of the membership tiers over on Am- um, Amazon, on Patreon. Um, and there you'll find at least one show, probably more, as uh, I keep going with this, um, more extra episodes every month of the show. And uh, that's a good way to support the show and get more content. Uh, also, if you just like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through either PayPal or Venmo. Um, as there are expenses in making the show, from um, equipment to research materials and uh, travel expenses. Um, all help is never expected, but always appreciated. If you would like this show to keep on getting uh, better and... Um, getting out there more to everyone so um that uh, as far as the mid-michigan paracon i will be there this year uh november 4th and 5th that's a saturday and sunday at the soaring eagle casino resort in mount pleasant michigan and i'll be doing recordings there of myself and then others as they wish uh, to talk about their thoughts on the paranormal and possible experiences and uh, then i'll bring all those recordings home and uh, share them on the show. So, I think that covers everything. So, I recently did an episode just on sort of the idea and some examples of ghost towns in general. And I wanted to do this series, at least a few more episodes on this topic, going over some uh, some locations, uh, as long as I can find enough on them, and uh, to give exam- more details on... Um, individual locations here so all the links that that um i used for the show tonight they'll be included in the episode description they are also in the uh show notes and sources channel on my discord server so uh, you all can check out those articles for yourselves and uh get um get them in full instead of just sort of uh having me ramble on talking about them so um so i think i'll go to those articles now this first one is from uh, hauntedrooms.com, pretty well-known uh, 
site there. And uh, this title reads, Calico Ghost Town History. So this is an old West mining town. Uh, it's been around since 1881, so over 100 years. 140. Uh, it's in the Mo Mojave Desert. And uh, it has around 500 silver mines in the area. It uh, took just two years apparently, for the town's population to uh, to reach 1,200 people back in the 1880s. And by 1890, it was home to just over 3,500 people. So, which I'm guessing when it comes to towns back then, that's not, that's no small number there. Um, but the, of course, not long after that, or at some point after that, the, um, People started to leave the area, and so, um, but even after that, there apparently are, is paranormal activity going on there. Uh, other, basically, spirits and or other entities that have uh, made this ghost town, uh, yeah, the name of it is Calico, um, basically made this area well known for being possibly haunted. Oh, possibly one of the most haunted places in California, if not the United States, uh, as they say. So, um, says most uh, towns of this of this area have gradually fallen into disrepair and uh, crumbled away over time. But um, this is one of the those areas that has been um, kept up by people uh, over time. It was, uh, and this town apparently in 1950 was purchased by Walter Marvin Knott, K-N-O-T-T, -T, who uh, is famous for being the uh, owner of Knott's Berry Farm. Apparently that's a well-known uh, farm, I'm not aware of it, but uh, apparently he had set up a, um, a fake ghost town at his farm by relocating several abandoned buildings from Old West towns to the, to his farm. That's amazing because who knows what kind of energy you would be bringing along with those buildings. But um, he decided that he wanted to buy an actual ghost town, and so he chose Calico as the one to do, to, or to purchase. And um, apparently as of now there are as far as activities go, there are things going on there today, at least in recent times, um, including mine tours, uh, gunfight performances, gold panning, uh, and then a Heritage Railroad ride. And, of course, it also has its... Uh, um, let's see here. So, and, of course, it's, again, people um, consider the place to be have paranormal activity going on there. So, um, going into the what's going on there, paranormal in ter paranormal terms, uh, it mentions the the town's top three hauntings, and uh, there are claims of uh, activity there. But there's three main uh, entities that have been identified as residing in the town. Uh, these are the ones that people uh, should be apparently looking for. So I'm guessing they appear often. The first one uh, they mention here uh, is Lucy Lane. 
And um, this is one of the most commonly spotted apparitions. Uh, and so it's a woman that um, is known as Lucy Lane. History suggests that um, she ran Calico's general store alongside her husband, uh, John Robert Lane. So um, the Lanes moved away from Calico when the town started to rapidly, um, basically, people started leaving the town rapidly. But um, they returned in 1916 after the town was abandoned and lived the rest of their lives, wow, in, in this town. So, um, so Lucy was uh, well into her 90s when she finally passed. Uh, and so she's apparently still seen in the area. Um, visitors to the Calico Ghost Town have reported seeing Lucy walking between uh, what was once her home and the general store, which is, of course, something that she used to co-own there. Um, she basically is uh, recognized by the clothes that she she wears, which is a beautiful black lace dress, uh, which uh, she was buried in, apparently. So that's one sighting there. Um, and her home, her former home, is now a museum dedicated to her and her husband, uh, John Robert Lane. And she is also, she's also seen there sitting in a rocking chair, slowly rocking back and forth. Uh, some people also claim to have seen Lucy behind the counter in the general store. And I mean, who knows if that's a residual or if she just likes to be there because of memories of the past. Um, but if you think of a store, that's where a lot of, you're going to spend a lot of your time is behind that counter. So uh, really amazing there. The next uh, they talk about here is teachers and pupils of the Calico Schoolhouse. And um, so this is the schoolhouse that uh, was used back in those times. The teachers' names apparently have been uh, are, are not known at this point due to, due to um, lack of records and everything. But um, it's apparently they are the ones, the teachers that taught in the, the house, uh, seem to be the ones, according to a lot of people, uh, what they think and feel. Um, the teachers are the ones responsible for the activity that happens in this old schoolhouse. There's re frequent reports that the teachers like to stand in the windows of the schoolhouse um, looking at people that pass by on the outside, so sightings of apparitions there, it sounds like. Uh, there's also reports of a red ball of light moving around inside the schoolhouse. Uh, many people that visit the ghost town have written about seeing this. I'm sorry, have just uh, reported seeing this. So that's amazing. That sounds like an orb in a way. Um, so these people, um, these oh, also there's been reports of seeing children um, moving around inside the house as well, the schoolhouse as well. They're said to keep to themselves most of the time. But uh, one girl who was approximately 11 or 12 uh, seems to like to go, um, like to be seen and heard and everything, or seen anyway. She's most likely to appear to children 
and teens who will often uh, say that they see her only for their parents to turn around and the girl vanishes. So apparitions there sounds like more. Sounds like a lot of apparitions. So no far so far no sounds, but still, that's a lot of seeing things there. And uh, again, um, there's always the possibility. You have to keep in mind of is it sentient spirits that are around there still now, or is it residual, or is it a mix of both? Um, I always wonder about in these places. So. The next one they talk about here is, apparently, I'm guessing this is a nickname, Tumbleweed Harris. Um, the most common, or most prominent uh, ghost that moves around the town is uh, known as Tumbleweed Harris. And they do use quotation marks there, so. Apparently he was the last marshal of Calico, and uh, seems like he is still basically keeping an eye on the area. He's often seen on the boardwalks on Main Street, and uh, you can usually recognize him by his large frame and long white beard. So um, you can also visit the the gravesite, his gravesite, and think said so they suggest thanking him for keeping um, keeping the peace in Calico even after he had passed. So. Uh, it does mention that there are um, these are just the most common sightings. Apparently, there are other reports of um, a male carrying dog, male as in letters. Um, so there's apparitions, I guess, and a, an angry cowboy who haunts the uh, um, a place called Hank's Hotel. There's a female spirit known as uh, Esmeralda. And a woman in a long white dress is often seen wandering on the outskirts of town. So, some of the other reports in Calico include the Maggie Mine, Hank's Hotel, and the Calico Corral. It's common, it says, for visitors to have experiences uh, with unexplained chills, tugging on their clothing... So I'm guessing in that case it's as if there's kids going, going around there. And also their hands and faces being touched. Not sure I'd like that so much, but sounds like a lot of activity going on there. So and that's just from this first article here. I have two other ones. And we may only get through the second one in the show today, but uh, basically it does sound like it could be an active area. Uh, makes me want to visit it someday. But... Uh, yeah, neat stories there. And uh, let me see what this next article says here. So, let's see if I want to do this one or the other one. So, um, now this next one talks about... Um, let me see here. Did I close that one? Yeah, okay. So, um, this next article is from backpackerverse.com. This one has some good articles on the paranormal as well. I've used them, I've shared other articles from them before. Uh, this one, the title reads, Three Famous Poltergeists, I'm sorry, Infamous Poltergeists of Calico Ghost Town. So, wow, this one is, um, so yeah, let me see here. They talk more about the history and um, the location there. And, uh, yeah, let me see here. 
this one looks a lot like the the last one. So I think I'm going to close this one and go on to the last one here. So that's one of the articles I'll I'll share in the links. But um, this next one is from. Sorry about that. Uh, this next one is from uh, inquisitivewonder.com, and the title reads "The Haunted Calico Ghost Town in California." So this is a, a former mining town again, as they say in the other article. And um, now they mention here it's in San Bernardino County, California. Uh, and this this um, it's basically now a a major tourist attraction, or at least it was for a while there. Um, it was a, a prosperous town that was founded again in 1881. And uh, apparently the 500 mines things that that's that is um, commonly reported here. So that's a lot of mines in one area. So, um, but in, in the 1890s, silver started to lose its value, and, and so as that happened, the town of Calico lost the miners, basically. They all moved somewhere else. And uh, moved on to other towns in search of um, more, more silver and other things. And so this is what um, started the decline of the town. It happened over the, uh, a span of about eight years until the town was completely abandoned. And um, so starts talking about the apparitions there. Mentions Lucy again, uh, and uh, this is um, Lucy Lane, former general store owner, along with her husband. Uh, people have reported they're seen in a black lace dress, uh, rocking in a chair at at her uh, former home, or um, wandering between. Her home in the general store, which they were next door to each other, that she operated. So um, that's all they have for her there, but that that does match with other articles here. The, um, the next one they mention again is Tumbleweed Harris, who was the town marshal. His grave is uh, visited a lot in the nearby cemetery, and his spirit is said to be among those still uh, walking the streets here. He's said to be at... Um, have be of large stature, has a white beard, and he walks along the boardwalks between uh, the buildings. So possibly still patrolling the the town. And uh, mentions here again the schoolhouse. So this is um, another location where where um, teachers and students apparently both are seen there. I wonder. Um, what the explanation for that is, I, I would think it'd be more of a uh, residual thing. Um, if, if they're seeing that many people in there. Um, but I mean, I guess there was a lot back then that could have led to people passing away sooner, I guess, in a way. So, I don't know. Um, now, here's the thing that they mentioned in this article. They go over it more in this one than other ones. Um, this is now a... Calico is now a popular destination with tourists, even though there are some that uh, feel that indus tourist industry has over-commercialized the town and taken away some of its natural beauty, which that is always a factor. Um, the buildings have since been restored, and the town isn't abandoned anymore because of people that basically work there, I guess. So, um, so yeah, that mentions that you can... Uh, 
apparently at one point you could stay for the just for the day, but you could also spend the night in your tent or an RV, or even sleep overnight in one of the basic cabins. So that sounds like a good way to um, sort of investigate while you're there if you if you care for that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, so really neat sightings there, and uh, that's basically all I had for that. But again, we'll be going over more of these towns uh, as as um, basically once a week or so. And uh, there's that other article here that I had that um, covers several of them. And let me see about getting that open again so I can kind of give you a preview as to um, what other towns we might be able to go over here. And uh, let me see if I can find it. So, just got to scroll up a little bit. Sorry about that. So, but, um, there we go. I think, yeah. Um, so as far as other towns go, um, some of the places, I would like to do at least one town in, in Nevada, but, um, let me see here. There we go. So, I don't think this works. Yeah, it doesn't work. Sorry about that. So we just did Calico, um, and in future shows here we'll probably do. Uh, let's see, some other ones here are Rhyolite, Nevada, and uh, Goldfield, Arizona. Definitely have to do that at some point, or at least one town in Arizona. Um, let me see here, Saint Elmo, Colorado. That sounds like one I've heard of before in other paranormal shows, so we have to do that one as well. And uh, Terlingua, Texas. So there's plenty of towns here to choose from. And uh, so I don't think that'll be a problem. I don't know if we'll go through all of them. Probably just do another three or four episodes on this topic and then uh, take a break and or we'll see. But, um, but yeah, so it does seem like there's ghost towns just all over the place. And some have been turned into tourist destinations, others uh, not so much. So, um, and I, I wonder about that because the places that are where tourists are able to stay, I wonder if that does sort of drive away paranormal activity. I wonder if there's more in the towns that, that don't have places for people to stay overnight in or near the towns. But of course, to find that out, you have to stay there. So that's um, that's a sort of a catch twenty two there. But um, and of course, some buildings, depending on how old they are and if they've been if they've been restored at all or not, there's always um, just like any place that's been abandoned for a long time. Uh, I would never recommend any kind of um, urban exploration or even looking into these places that unless there's They've basically been cleared for the public to visit because buildings over time will fall apart, and especially over decades and hundreds of years or whatever. Um, not always, if they're uh, if the upkeep is still there and people are still making sure they're going strong. But if they're left alone, then you know, they, those places can be dangerous. So, uh, so yeah, I guess that just um, just just something to keep in mind. That uh, you never want to go trespassing on places where um, 
that's not allowed because there could be uh it could be dangerous in a lot of different ways, not even counting the paranormal. So but uh that's gonna do it for tonight. Thank you all for listening and I'll talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care. <laughs>